The financial views and insights from the Berkshire Hathaway AGM are brought to you by the Wealth Experts. Standard Bank, moving forward. Krista Kluck is Head of Innovation and Solutions at Standard Bank Wealth. And we're going, I wanted to say on a summer holiday, because that's a, a funky tune, but we'll be in trouble if we class it as a holiday. We're going to work very, very hard, you and I, um, as we go uh, to Omaha, Nebraska. Did you hear the weather forecast? It's going to sound, it's going to be quite nice. High teens, at least, next week. That, that sounds great, Bruce. And thanks for doing your homework on that. And <laughs> looking forward to some good weather. You know, exactly, because it can be pretty miserable in the middle of America at this time of the year. I think it's pretty hit and miss. Um, this week's pretty grim and then sort of warming up really nicely after we leave. But we're going to the Berkshire Hathaway Annual General Meeting. This is where two old men sit on a stage in a room of 30,000 people and talk for seven hours. Now, I don't know about you, but to my uneducated ear, that doesn't sound enticing. But you're more excited than a kid in the candy store, I think. Absolutely, Bruce. I think this year will be a very interesting AGM. I mean, it's uh, not only is the weather good, but the markets are performing very well. And I think this year, as opposed to previous years, uh, Berkshire Hathaway have made uh, a number of good investments, and uh, they they're very bullish on the market. So I'm keen to hear what uh, what Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger have to say. Warren Buffett, of course, is the younger of the two. He's 87 later Six, this year. 87 later this year, yes. And Charlie Munger is 92. Ninety-three later, this. Um, and these guys have been working together for a long time. They've built Berkshire Hathaway from zero to uh, one of the biggest investment companies in the world. It's made Warren Buffett one of the richest. Along his side, he's made Bill Gates the richest men in the world. They've given a lot of money away to charity, but at the core. They are old-fashioned investors. They buy cheap, they hold on for as long as possible, they harvest dividends, and at some point they do sell the shares that they invest in uh, when the time is right. And they get it right more often than they get it wrong. They certainly do, uh, Bruce. And, and I think it's, uh, it's worth noting that you have a diversified holding across the U.S. economy. I think that's quite important to note there. Some sectors perform well, like technology, others might not, uh, like the reinsurance market which has been under some pressure. So, but yes, they're long-term investment players and, uh, and, and, they're, and they're back themselves. I mean, are, are, you, are you a big follower? Um, yes, Bruce. So uh, you can't be in the investments industry and not uh, not have studied Buffett and and uh, his, uh, his renowned economist, Benjamin Graham, that he's taken his learnings from. Uh, there's a lot to learn from them. Okay, so it's good old-fashioned investment values, good old-fashioned investment guidance. Why go all the way to America to sit in a room full of predominantly senior citizens who many of whom have made many many millions of dollars over the years by simply having faith in uh, the most diversified investment group in the world so warren buffett i think from his his agm sessions you get a lot of insights uh, so uh, he, he regards it more as a family function and you'll see when we when we get there that it's uh, it's very much a, a capitalist kind of um, place that uh, they'll visit and you'll and will go into his shopping center that he has alongside his uh, agm we're promoting a lot of their products. Uh, but the learnings, I think, there are, are, are very critical. And it's a, it's a good time of the year to reflect on, on the lessons from Warren Buffett's approach to investing, who has been the most successful long-term investor that we have uh, today. What are you hoping to take away from it? So, so Bruce, yes, that's very interesting. He, uh, they've, they've invested in an online insurance company some time back called Geico, a wholly owned subsidiary of theirs. Uh, and Berkshire are very bullish on the insurance market sales uh, and how that moves, uh, moving in the internet space. Um, but I'm keen to hear to see whether that's really happening in the U.S. And uh, our online sales and service of retail 
insurance products really getting the traction that they that they seem to say they are. My impression of U.S. financial services is it's more antiquated. Um, I use that term reservedly, of course, uh, advisedly. Um, than perhaps ours are, are they sort of catching up with the 21st century? You've seen the emergence of the the assurances of the world and um, and many others in the insurance space. The Americans seem to be playing catch up in some some mm, respects. Certainly, certainly, uh, Bruce. And I think that's that's one of the areas. The other area is in renewable energy. So um, Warren Buffett has gone on record and saying that they'll be investing up to $30 billion in renewable energies and they have their Berkshire Hathaway energy business and uh, in which they've already invested $12, million, $12 billion and um, it will be interesting to hear how that's progressing. There's a guy who's a big investor in Coca-Cola whose favorite meal is a Coca-Cola and a hamburger. Indeed. Um, he's barely going to be an advert for Tim Noakes and any of the sort of low-carb, banting sort of lifestyle benefits that uh, are promoted by somebody like Tim Noakes and others who are followers of that particular fad. But Warren Buffett is going strong. It, it looks like he, he's, he's in for the long haul still. He certainly is. He certainly is, Bruce. And I, and I wanted to pick up on a piece that uh, Bruce uh, that Warren wrote in in one of his famed letters. And I don't know if you had an opportunity to read through them, but this one was written in 1994, and I thought you would find it quite interesting. Yes. It says that their investing approach is they continue to ignore political and economic forecasts. <laughs> they're, an ex- they're an expensive distraction for many investors and businessmen. 30 years ago, and this is now speaking as, as Warren Buffett, no one could have foreseen the huge expansion of the Vietnam War, two oil shocks, the resignation of a president, or T-bills fluctuating between 2.8% and 17.4%. He said he finished, but was surprised. None of these blockbuster events made the slightest dent in our investment principles. Imagine the cost to us then if we had let a fear of unknowns cause us to defer or alter the deployment of capital. So he finished with fear is the foe of the fattest, but the friend of the fundamentalist. And I think that's really important for us to remember. In these, in these times, Chris. I can't wait to see whether or not he's sticking to those principles in Trump's America this time last year. Barack Obama was the president of the U.S. It was widely expected that Hillary Clinton would be president right now. Um, that game has changed. And I am, you know, we'll bring those lessons, you and I, back from yes. the United States um, and we'll see whether or not those principles are valid here. And I suspect, I mean, as a student of history myself, I, I suspect that if you've ignored short term noise in South Africa over the same period as Warren Buffett has made his billions, you would have done okay in South Africa even. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, Bruce, since 1925, um, you would know this uh, as well, is that the JSC's return an average of 14.6% per annum through many turbulent periods. So, so uh, yeah, uh, sticking to our well-advised financial plans is more important in challenging times than it is in good times. And I think it's something uh, we, we should reflect on at this, t- at, at, at this stage in, in SH Juncture and uh, internationally. I'm hyper excited to go and to, to join you, Chris Clark, next week at, uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, where we will spend some time, quality time, uh, listening to the wisdom of two of the most experienced investors in the world and hopefully bring back the lessons from Omaha, Nebraska that are relevant to us here in South Africa. Chris Clark, thank you very much. The Head of Innovation and Solutions at Standard Bank Wealth. Wealth. What does it really mean to you? Peace of mind in uncertain times? A home for your family? Education for your children? Or just enough for retirement? Whatever your wealth journey is, it's unique and needs a trusted partner to help navigate the course, manage risks, and turn your goals and dreams into a lasting legacy. SMS advice to 31791 today and let our financial advisors make your wealth goals a reality. Standard Bank, moving forward. An authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Standard SMS rate supply. Free and bundle SMSs do not.